Welcome back to Worship with the Webs, a podcast where we reminisce about a time of quarantine worship. Uh, And we are on week seven. And so if you have been tracking with us this whole entire time, uh, thank you. We appreciate, um, we just appreciate your commitment to listen every week. Um, And yeah, it's just been fun for Emma and I to even get the chance to do this. And so the fact that people sit and listen every week is even even more of an honor. Um, so thank you so much. But uh, this week specifically uh, is a special week. And I feel like we say that about everyone because we just kind of like forget <laughs> about the week. And then we're like, oh, yeah, this yeah. was a special week. Oh, yeah, this one was a special week. Seriously, um, though. <laughs> yeah. But this one was really cool because we decided... like very, very intentionally to do a theme for the week. Um, And the theme pretty much summarized is, is finding your identity in Christ. Um, And I don't know if it was something that I led specifically um, or like I was inclined to do uh, with you, Emma, or if it was, I mean, just the two of us coming together and talking, but I know that quarantine was a big time or I guess COVID was a time where like I kind of really had to sit down with myself and like figure out who I was again because coming out of or coming into COVID I was coming out of a season of life that like just wasn't the best for me Um, and coming back home was both great and also I had to sit with my thoughts and so that was not great (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, and so kind of feeling lost and and like forced to refine my identity in Christ and that was just the journey that I went through and honestly that I am still going through because <laughs> um, it is just a constant battle of who gets to write my identity who am, who am I letting write my identity what am I letting write my identity that reminder that it needs to be God and so we formed our set list of six songs yet again um (laughs) to kind of just reflect that and I think as I said like take you on a journey as a listener um hopefully through this process and even just starting the the thought of okay where is where is my identity found um yeah I think (laughs) again to second what you said uh, at the beginning where how we've been saying, you know, every week is, is so special to us. And it's like, well, yeah, as, as we're remembering every week does seem to be special in its own way. Um, and this one in particular, again, seconding the still currently finding identity. Um, mm-hmm. for me, I have always felt like, um, I knew who I was and I always, even through COVID, I still was kind of like, no, like, I know who I am. I know who I am. I'm a musician. And that's where I found my identity. Or I am a, a good friend. Or I am um, a, a sister and a daughter. and You know, those things. Mm-hmm. And since moving and since not getting to have music as my full-time life and job um I have really really struggled with my identity 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been a year and a half or more of a kind of going through that. But especially in the last couple of weeks, I'm finally uh, getting the chance to meet with a counselor and really get some mm-hmm. input and some direction and some guidance on my life. Mm-hmm. And it has really kind of shaken even more so like, okay, where is, where am I putting my identity? Mm-hmm. And it, uh, and that's kind of what she's been asking me is like, well, like not who are you, but really getting to the depth of why I struggle so much with um, like perfectionism or just the thought of, okay, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough in anything. And it's like, okay, well, what makes you good enough? And why is like, how do you think that makes, you know, God feel like mm-hmm. your creator, the, the not person, but the, the being the entity that created you in his own image and to his goodness. Yet I'm, I'm talking down on that creation, you know, in talking down about myself of, not finding my identity in him as well as creating an identity that is so negative. It's mm-hmm. like, no, like that doesn't really give the good credit that like God deserves, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that I am perfect or that I am, you know, the greatest human being, but just in the thought of creation, you know, yeah. and listening to this back was like wow Mm -hmm. (laughs) each song that we picked and the order we put it in just tells um tells uh the story of almost like like okay I don't like myself I don't like who I am Mm -hmm. here's God he gives grace he gives love and I'd be lost without him to I am known by God do I believe that do I believe that I am fully known and loved by God to here let me it's time that I build my life around him I build my life on the foundation of God and within that foundation it's strong enough to hold anything so there's no there should be no fear should be no stress, no anxiety in the love and grace that God gives to just praising God and saying, you are a good, good father. (laughs) And that's who you are. Mm. And I love this week. (laughs) I mean, like stop the podcast right there. You just (laughs) like summarize the whole thing. But no, I think like, you hit on something that is just so powerful and that is like going back and 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 like rewriting the narratives that we tell ourselves mm-hmm. um and i think yeah counseling is something that like kind of forces us to do that not kind of it really does (laughs) absolutely um yeah I remember when I first like finally went to a a Christian counselor like for real like like, 
Like I went to a few when I was at APU when I was going through a silly, not a silly breakup. I'm not going to give that. <laughs> Bless it sucked. Um, but like, um, my life was falling apart and it, it wasn't just a breakup. It was friendships and like my whole life. Yeah. My whole connect connecting people was falling yeah. apart. I had nobody. Um, and I went to counseling a few times at APU and it was, it was okay. Um, and yeah. it kind of just felt like I was, I was checked off a list and it was free. So it was like <laughs> as minimal yeah. as possible. Like it was, it was fine. It was fine. Um, but then last year I went to counseling with like an actual counselor that I was paying that like took his time to like offer counseling to us as staff. Cause we were going through a really hard time in the church. And he was like, Hey, come to me. I'm offering my services to you all. Um, and so I did. And it started off as talking about what was going on in the church and quickly turned into like, okay, what is going on in Lizzie's life? <laughs> um, yeah. And I, I remember like breaking it down so, so far to like things like, yeah, I just, I remember the little thing of like, we went through this exercise and he like took me back to talking to myself as little Lizzie. Yeah. Um, and what would you say to her in this moment? And I was like, totally just like, Oh, this is what I would want to say to her. And like, this is just so sweet. Uh, and then he was like, okay, well, isn't that like what Jesus says to you now? Like yeah. you're giving your little self, all of this encouragement and that you are loved and you're not alone. And like, you're so cared for. And like, isn't that what Jesus tells you? Yeah. Like grown up 23 year old Lizzie right now. <laughs> and like, can you allow that to be something that Jesus tells you? And like, can you allow that to be the narrative? And then I just, I bawled. I was bawling. Yep. I was like, uh, I was crying uh, so hard. Um, uh, and he just pulls out his tissues. I was like, yeah. <laughs> the, the guy who did Caleb and I's wedding too. So like, that was just. Yeah. Knowing, like, he walked through that journey with me and then walked through Caleb and I with premarital counseling and all that. But, like, yeah. counseling is just this beautiful, it's, yeah, beautiful, yeah. painful thing. Um, <laughs> Process. <laughs> but it reveals so much of, like, it allows us to see who we were actually made to be yeah by breaking uh, down the walls yeah I agree I agree um so yeah with that <laughs> mm-hmm. um yeah our first song we are talking about um is from an artist that we've done previously that we talked about in depth of how they're not um Christian um worship artists but they are christian people (laughs) um Mm -hmm. and so we start off with one of their songs called who i am hates who i've been and i mean that title just (laughs) starts us off really with okay well we're you know diving into what it what our identity is and 
you know, some of us, that's how we feel. We, when, when we dig in and when we look at who we are, we do not like who, who we are, who we've been, and we're nervous to see who we're going to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and so that was kind of a, an interesting song to start off with. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's such a like common inner monologue that we have when mm-hmm. we have like come to terms with the person that we are and also realize the person that we were and the yeah. mistakes that we've made because none of us are perfect. Uh-huh. Like, like even I think about that of like, okay, do I even have like like a past worth sharing about? Cause I've been a, I've been a Christian my whole life. And yeah. so like, and I've, I've loved God. Like it hasn't yeah. been something that's been forced on me. Like I, I chose it for myself as well. Like I truly do. Uh, and, and have loved God throughout this whole, like part of my, my whole life. Um, but like, there are still moments where I look back and I'm like, dude, Lizzie, you, messed up like (laughs) not not the right way to handle that situation that was not uh the right move to make with that person or whatever it is it's like nope I totally could have done that so much better um and it's like that whole second half of their chorus that they say is like I'm I'm sorry for the person yeah. I became I'm sorry that it took so long for me to change and then I'm ready to be sure I never become that yeah. way again um because who I am hates who I've been um but it's just this like these apologies that we always make for the person that we used to be even though we know the person we used to be created the person that we are today <laughs> yeah um there's still some of like some things that we just hold on to of like, Nope. I yeah. wish I could have changed that. I wish uh-huh. I could have done that so much different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think you bring up that, like that second part of I'm sorry for, and, but I think in like a precursor somewhere before it's, um, Oh my gosh, I just lost the words. But it's talking about how he's like hiding away. Oh, because I don't want you to know who I am. Because then mm. you'd see my past and it's the saddest day it's ever been. Or he, some, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. And it's like, dang, like we really have to come to terms because once we realize what we're doing or what we've done, the guilt and like the sadness of the way that it's affected people is is what is at the forefront of our minds until we can come out and be like held accountable by either apologizing or like admitting yeah. what has, what has happened. And though, like you said, in the course, it's, um, I, um, oh my gosh, what does it end with? <laughs> it's like, uh, I'm ready to. Yes. Make, make sure, sure I, I never. never uh huh. Yeah. And it really is that. I mean, that's where, that's where God comes in, you know, where it's like, okay, let's, let's really hold, hold each other accountable. Let's partner with God because yes, we're probably going to make mistakes again. We can't just erase it, but we can ask for his forgiveness and we can step into a new light where we try a little bit harder and trust a little bit more 
to make things better in the future. Yeah. And he even like, I don't know, like I'm realizing as I'm, I'm like thinking through the lyrics in my head and like (laughs) this song itself, I think paints more of a picture of even the whole narrative we were trying to say than I realized in the first place. Cause as like Mm -hmm. this second, like right after that, he says, um, like who I am, I've been, and who I am will take the second chance you gave me. Yeah. Who I am hates who I've been, but who I've been only ever made me so sorry for the person I became. And it's this mm-hmm. like the way I look at that is who I used to be, and this could be their story or not, but like who I used to be before I like really put my identity in Christ only ever made me feel this and feel sorry and feel this burden and this guilt but I'm gonna take the second chance that you give me Uh and I'm going to live the rest of my life in a way that's not gonna make me look back with such a burden of like this heavy guilt and and like the weight because you're living with the right identity well like foundation in your identity Yeah. And I think it's cool that we followed it up with Scandal of Grace because I, I I thought that was kind of funny when I listened back to it because to me, Scandal of Grace is such a meditative song and that does not deserves, but it should be placed in the middle or at the end of a set um, Mm -hmm. because you can just really get lost in it. Um, But it works, works out nicely that we put it right after that because it starts off by saying, Grace, what have you done? Murdered for me on a cross. And it's like, it just right off the bat is like, like, Jesus, why would you do that? Like, why mm-hmm. you have all grace and love and you've done nothing. Why would you, why would you go die um, for yeah. us? And I think during that first song where it's like just asking or just admitting what all the wrong is, but that we were given a second chance. Like that's really, I mean, Scandal of Grace just kind of answers that like, well, here's why. And here is that second chance. Don't like recognize what I did for you and don't waste it. Yeah. So along with that message of um, like grace and dying for us and just that song really just encompasses that story of Jesus. Um, But a certain version of it, which is what we did, adds kind of a tag on to it that says I'd be lost. And but it's I'd be lost without you. Uh, Now I'm found singing your praise I'd be lost, I'd be lost, I'd be lost (laughs) without you, Jesus. Um, And I think that really hits, hits all this home too, is as we're searching for identity, as we're trying to find out who we are, um, who we are in God specifically. um, And that just emphasizes the, you know, I am lost without God. I am lost without Jesus. And we are so grateful and, um, have been gifted grace um, to be able to realize that and to come to him and say, 
God, like I'm lost. Show me the way and guide me in your ways. Mm-hmm. So I love that message in, in that song. Yeah, that's so good. And that message just, again, it builds on as we move on to the next song of known um, and being fully known and fully loved by <laughs> God. And it's, uh, it's, it's something that we can't really think of. It's so unusual. It's frightening as the great Torrin Wells writes in this one. Um, <laughs> But it's true. It's so, it's something we can't wrap our minds around. But there is something that helps us understand. And this is something that I was thinking of as we were re-listening to it. And also as I was re-listening to the little like Devo that I gave in between these sets of three uh, songs. But it's this idea that like when we, when we don't know, who we are uh when we are trying to figure out who we are uh the best way to do that is to understand god better um and i gave i gave this just one little blurb that i want to just touch on again is kind of toward the end i talk about this idea like god is an idea but truth god is the creator god is the creator of the universe and the other way you could say that is god is the artist god is the the, the painter of the universe, the artist of your life. Um, and when we want to know the meaning of a piece of art that we see, whether it's a song or a uh, painting or something, there's always a description. There's always a blurb about what the artist meant by this piece of art. And that gives us a clue into really what the purpose and and the the yeah the idea behind this art is and so if god is our creator if god is the one who sculpted us and made us then it only makes sense that we would go back to him to understand more of who we are because he is the true artist of yeah. the masterpiece that he calls us uh and so if we see if we begin to look through the eyes of god our creator uh, for who we are, then we can start to build this identity and start to believe the fact that we are a masterpiece. Cause it's hard to believe that when you're only thinking of how of the mistakes you've made in the yeah. past and how you're unworthy of this, uh, sacrifice that God made and it's confusing and it doesn't make sense. And all that yeah. is true. Um, but regardless of the fact that it's true, God still made the sacrifice. God still created. God still made you. God still wants a relationship with you. And that doesn't change. And so we need to go back to him to figure out who we are so we can begin to see ourselves through the eyes of God. And that is how we begin to know ourselves and find our identity and, and, and yeah, find who we truly were made to be. Yeah. (laughs) Amen to all that. (laughs) That is some good stuff. And once we do know that, you know, it's God who calls us to those things and who created us and that we are his masterpiece, we begin to build our life on him. (laughs) And then we did build my life. (laughs) Yeah. 
And just like that, we're, we're walking through those steps of, you know, just recognizing who we are and who, uh, made us and who, who really defines who we are. Um, and I think this is, there's such a great journey that we're going on (laughs) and then we get to go on again. (laughs) Yeah. So, Uh, so yeah, build my life is next. And I think just like the name says, um, it's just proclaiming like that we will build our life on God because he is worthy of everything. And Mm -hmm. he is our firm foundation and the, everything uh, that we should base our life off of and we shouldn't honestly like shouldn't settle for less you know like god is good and kind and loving and gracious and um i i notice in my day-to-day life like when i am not building each decision off of god and when i'm not you know being kind or generous or gracious to myself or other people because I'm being selfish, you know, it's like, I can totally tell that I'm living without God in that moment and that I'm not mm-hmm. seeing that. Um, but the instant I, I choose intentionally to say, okay, like God, you're my life. What give me some guidance here. Mm-hmm. Everything changes. Yeah. Um, and I think that song build my life really is just a good like declaration <laughs> of mm-hmm. this is this is what I'm doing this is mm-hmm. how it is and nothing can shake that because when God is the basis of your life uh there will be trials and temptations and everyone will try to knock you down but he is he is stronger stronger than anything (laughs) Um, and I love that so we move on to our final two songs and this next one um, is called No Fear in Love and it is Stephanie Gretzinger so Emma you're amazing (laughs) Um, true but honestly she has such beautiful ways of writing yeah um just writing songs but as I'm listening and like looking at the lyrics and remembering just listening back to this song it's this beautiful prayer and if we look at what we did as a journey that we uh were taking people on um this is the moment where you stop and ask God to move in the way that we have just been thinking about, um, talking, stir in me a love that's deep, a love that's wide, a love that's sweet and help me Lord to never keep it to myself. And if my heart should dimly burn and if my feet should fail to run, call my name and I will come right back to you. Amen. It's beautiful. Um, prayer of submitting to the Lord um, and asking God to move in the way that he moves in our life. And if we run away, God, call me back and continue to move in me. 
Um, because yeah. And jumping into the chorus of something as simple as there's no fear in love. Um, there's no fear in loving God. And there's also no fear in the way that God loves us uh-huh. to be able to call us back and come back and again, begin that process of building our identity again and again and again, because when we are his people and he knows it uh, and we know it, sometimes we can forget, but he doesn't. (laughs) Uh, And he will continue to call his people back to him. And that is, that is a promise. That is something he is faithful to in everything. He's faithful in everything, but yeah yeah that really hits at home um I don't know for anyone listening uh who's like me where they just get lost in in the music and they don't really think about what what it means but uh Lizzie I love that you touched on it being being a prayer and I think mm-hmm. I could definitely be more intentional about uh listening to the songs that I'm singing. So, you know, I know the lyrics, I know how it's supposed to go. I know all this stuff, but am I really, when I sing it, singing it as a prayer that I, that I mean, you know, not just, Oh, there's no fear in love. There's no fear in love. Stir in me. I love that's deep, sweet, whatever it is. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. Like, okay. Like I'm just singing it. It's like, no, like, God, I'm calling on you to do this for me right now. Please do that. And am I willing to do what comes next? You know, mm-hmm. am I willing to now um, love, love that deep and be that kind and really live out what that means? Because if I'm not, then I'm not ready to pray that. Um, yeah. And so... Yeah, I think just thinking about those is really, uh, it's a really cool way to sing a song, (laughs) sing it as a prayer. So, yeah. Um, but our last song, um, was now just, just a good old, good old, good, good father. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, a song that I think was very much overplayed at one point in time. Um, but is now, really such a great and simple song saying god you're a good good father and that's all there is to it you know like you are that's it you always will be you always have been you'll be for eternity mm-hmm. <laughs> um and i think some people really do have a hard time grasping god yeah. i'm one of those people but my favorite way to imagine him is as a dad <laughs> mm-hmm. is as a, our heavenly father. Um, and part of that is because I do have an image of a great dad, you know, we've, mm. we've got a great dad. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. And so I don't have a dad who, who left or was abusive or unkind mm-hmm. or not willing to listen or all these things, you know? And so I think personally, like I have it a, a lot easier than some other people, but it also brings this friendliness and this gentleness to God mm-hmm. because so many people are like, well, you know, God of the old Testament, 
was flooding out the whole world, was killing off masses, was doing all of these harsh and horrible things that that were just and Mm -hmm. God needed to do them. And and people were warned. It it wasn't un... He gave them second and third chances, you know, and and they didn't follow through. And so those things weren't wrong, but people fear that and not, not a healthy God fearing way, but a, mm-hmm. I'm turning away and I'm scared and I don't want anything to do with that God. Mm-hmm. Um, but thinking of God as a, as a heavenly father really brings a, um, brings out that gentleness, that mm-hmm. loving, that he's going to sit there and read you a story or uh, which, which my, I hope that doesn't diminish God because it's, mm-hmm. that's really not <laughs> um, the intention of it. But um, I don't know. It's, it, it's kind of like a special side of God <laughs> yeah. um, being a father. So I think that's why I love this song personally so much. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Cause it's still glorifying him. It's still, Telling, you know, proclaiming you're perfect in all of your ways to me, to us, to everybody. He's still perfect. He's still all-knowing. He's still yeah, all those things. But he's also a good, good father. And yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So wonderful. Yeah. I'm thinking of, like, also understanding that, like, even though we have a wonderful father um, to bring a a light to understanding God as father, like there's still just an unimaginable mm-hmm. perfection of who God is that like is even better yeah. than that. Um, <laughs> and that's always what I hope for people who have um, just a negative light of what their earthly father is uh-huh. that they can, um, understand that like god is what their father what they wish their father was and more yeah like oh yeah what you wish your father was god can like that is how much god loves you and and wants to have a relationship with you and even more than you can (laughs) imagine yeah um and yeah that's just mind-blowing seriously though (laughs) yeah yeah um so as we wrap up uh week seven of worship with the webs um ending with a great you know good good father (laughs) Mm -hmm. um our question of that week actually it wasn't wasn't so much a question but definitely played into our whole identity thing which i'm still I love that. I just, <laughs> I can't yeah. say that enough, but I think that theme was so fun to do. Um, mm-hmm. But our, our question, not question, was describe yourself in three words. Just mm-hmm. what you think, who you think you are in three words. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't remember what we put. We, we put them on our, uh, the Instagram story. I know. Um. But I guess if I had to pick three today, I would probably, these, these are what I would hope, you know, that I could say and people would agree with are that mm-hmm. I am kind, 
I, um, let's see, silly. I'm very silly <laughs> and loving. I think those are the three I would, did I put that for? <laughs> sort of. Okay. <laughs> it, for those, you can't see it because it's a podcast, but we're looking at each other and, and Lizzie's trying to look back at our, our Instagram story, what we posted. And so that's why, <laughs> uh, yeah. yes. What, what did I put? I also, I definitely posted the question upside down. I don't know what the <laughs> heck that is. So that's just goofy, but, that's uh, awesome. just stylistic choice. I don't know why I chose that, but, nice. uh, you put smiley, which can go with silly yeah. very well, kind, um, and sassy. Oh, sassy. <laughs> I have my sassy moments. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. But yeah. Yeah. How about what did you put and what would you describe yourself as now? What were the first three that came to mind? I should have not looked at this before I said. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, but like, I don't know. So what I wrote then was confident, strong, and welcoming. Dang. Um, that's very true. <laughs> and I, oh, thank you. <laughs> but I would say like welcoming, encouraging, and like <laughs> I don't know a like, third one <laughs> attentive. I don't know how to say like being a good listener in one word. Like <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's. <laughs> I don't know. Pays attention. Yeah. <laughs> That's still too much. <laughs> That's um, okay. We'll break the rules for you. <laughs> yeah. But I'm really bad at describing myself because I don't like talking about myself. So uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I had mom uh, give me those three words. Anyway. Nice. So. <laughs> Perfect. We got the I whole family situated. Kitchen. And asking her to tell me three words that describe me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Well, that officially wraps us up <laughs> for this week. Um, we hope you enjoyed listening and are maybe breaking, trying to find your identity or, you know, in the process of finding it in God. Um, and um yeah we're just so excited for the weeks to come and continue listening to this episode to hear the live recording of worship with the webs week seven <laughs>